Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. I think it was a disgraceful performance, and I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. It's a four-man show. I, I mean, you are spoiled today. It's been a long time since we've had four of us on. But, uh, you know, the intro section is going to take a little longer than uh, than it has done over the last few weeks. I am Max O'Brown, and I am joined, firstly, by Ross Legg. How are you, Ross? I returned after a week out, and uh, I couldn't be happier with the, uh, with the return from uh, KKR going through. Um, I've got a brilliant, brilliant bit of theory on karma, Max. I'd like you to ask me about that later before I forget. Okay, I'll uh, I'll try and make a note of that in my head. Uh, I'm also joined by Jack Hope. Jack, how are you? Uh, yeah, not too bad. The specialist captains have stormed the tournament. Uh, I've stolen <laughs> that from the, the chat on YouTube, but uh, it, it's what has happened. That's the that's that's the narrative that we've been we've been hoping for, and it's it's uh, continued its way to the final. So excellent news. And um, finally, uh, and last last but very much not least, I'm happy to say we're again joined by Daniel Norcross, aka Smoking Dan. Dan, how, yeah. how are you today? I am beyond thrilled. I've uh, watched an IPL game that I think will live in my memory beyond tomorrow. And, <laughs> I, I, and that is something for which I, sh- I, I give thanks. And uh, and my love of umpire Anantha Badaban, who had a great day today. There was a, I, think, I don't think anybody didn't have a great day in their own way. There are so many theories. There's so much to talk about. This is one of the great games of cricket, let alone IPL, that I have ever witnessed. And I cannot wait to chew the cud and uh, tear apart the entrails of that extraordinary last 23 balls. Uh, well, not last 23 balls, the 23 balls before the last ball, because they're the ones we really want to talk about, where seven runs were scored, six wickets were taken, and utter chaos and mayhem took place, and Russian roulette and theories galore. Um, this, this could be this could genuinely be more fun than the last time we spoke, which was when Sunrisers Hydro Club was thinking the joint out. 
Yeah, we did have a we did have a good time there. We got to see, uh, you know, we got to hear a, a live I think Danny won, Morrison on the on the pod as well. That was uh, <laughs> that added to the yeah. <laughs> the excitement. But uh, shall uh, shall we go through a summary of the game and then we can get into all of the the good stuff? Um, a summary that took some rewriting in the uh, the last twenty minutes. I can I can assure you. Um, uh, Max, I want to interject. Yes, I want to interject. you want to listen? Uh, oh, messages for listeners. As as host, you have two jobs: introduce everyone, read the messages, uh, and you've forgotten you've forgotten the second part of that. So, so right. Ross, do the messages. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> since I've forgotten, Jack, would you like to uh, do the messages? Uh, yes, uh, we are sponsored by Woodstock Cricket. Everybody here loves Woodstock Cricket. I scored lots of runs with my Woodstock Cricket bat. Max scored quite a few runs, not as many as me. Uh, and Ross actually might have scored more than me, although he scored some <laughs> of his runs against twelve-year-olds. So we're not really sure if they count. Um, you can go to their website and use the code TCP25 for 25% off their gear if you want to get good at cricket. Um, we are on Instagram and we are on Twitter at the cricket pod. Go over there. We, you know, how many more followers do we need to get to 3,000? <laughs> like 200? Um, uh-huh. all head over there in a big herd of people, digital people. And, um, and sign up and we're on patreon patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod where we have just released something that's actually good on on mm. on the patreon <laughs> uh, we've processed the data from the whole history of the ipl so that you can actually do analysis of you know which batter batting in which position in 2009 scored the most runs or whatever it was uh max what I would think you that, choose that's to- underrated that is underrated i think jack because i put a couple of pie charts up and did it incorrectly. So all I had was one big pie that just said <laughs> Doni. Uh, that's all I did say. Uh, that's very much the correct pie. Yeah. Um, Max, what would you do right now if, if you well, you have the data, but if you weren't on this podcast yeah. and you had the data? Uh, right now, I'd like to see how many times uh, a side managed to score seven runs for six wickets in 23 balls. You, you could do that. You could do that. You could go and research that. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. Uh, five bucks, four pounds, seven Aussie dollars, uh, a number of rupees. I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> it's all good. Max, you can do your summary now. Lovely. Thank you for doing the messages, Jack. Uh, sterling job as always. And that's why I forgot. Um, yes, the game. KKR hosted Delhi Capitals at their uh, de facto home ground of Sharjah in a shootout for the honour of uh, losing to CSK on Friday. Uh, and uh, after... After the last over defeat to awaiting finalist CSK, Delhi Capitals decided to jettison Tom Curran, replacing him with a one-legged Marcus Stoinis, who was employed as a specialist batter to very little effect. KKR won the first battle and took a 50% step towards victory along with it by winning the toss and correctly choosing to bowl first. Virat Kohli should be taking notes at this point. Uh, Delhi Capitals innings proceeded as is customary in UAE's third most popular city. A reasonably prosperous first few overs, followed by a a very dreary trudge towards an unimposing total. Three boundaries between overs 5 and 17 were probably about all of the excitement there was to speak of. And um, just as I and I assume everyone else who was watching at this stage was drifting off into the world of slumber, Hetmeyer jerked into action like a sleep kick, cracking two maximums off a Lockie Ferguson over, uh, which along with Shreyas Iyer's last ball maximum helps DC to what would probably be described as a laughably defendable total of 135. 
KKR stated their intent immediately. Gil strokes Nokia for four first ball, and he and Venki Ayer in particular got KK off to the dream start. And six overs in, the asking rate was down to a runner ball. And from this point, there was uh, seemingly a little, uh, little more left, but for a return from cricket's bogeyman, Mr. DEW Factor, uh, to which KKR's serene progress was often attributed. Uh, but as it was, Gill and Venki did most of the work while Delhi loped around in dismay with drops, wides and overthrows accentuating uh, what looked like a meek demise. But with the game surely in the bag and the world's most pointless see-it tyres strategic timeout suddenly became the world's most game-changing see-it tyres strategic timeout. I don't know what they talked about. Strategy. In the Delhi Capital, <laughs> the Delhi Capitals huddle, but boy, <laughs> did things change. Uh, Gil wafted behind, and uh, KKR managed to score three off the next twelve, and they threatened to succeed where they failed against RCB, snatching the most catastrophic of defeats from the jaws of certain victory, as uh, Kolkata's batsman regressed from nervously supreme to uh, blindfolded four-year-olds wielding decomposing cucumbers and uh, suddenly the glitch in the matrix appeared and uh, after Morgan chopped on KKR needed seven off the final over again with Ashen to bowl it there was a single there was a dot there was a wicket there was another wicket and then Tripati hit a six snatching back an unlikely victory from the jaws of an ignominious defeat and avoided at the same time the uh, Melchizedek of all bottle jobs and and I now need a drink after watching that. That was well, fuck of a summary. I mean, so that went on for a, a summary. I mean, the Gettysburg Address was literally less than that. <laughs> literally less than that. Well, uh, do you know what? I think this deserved something as brilliant as that because the Gettysburg Address was simply about the abolition of slavery and the victory in the American Civil War, which is neither here nor there. This was a crucial eliminator two in. IPL 20, 20, 14, 14, 13, 13, there we go. It's like Super Bowl numbers, XIII. And it was one of the great games of cricket that any human being could ever wish to witness. Because all great games of cricket, the Women's World Cup, the Men's World Cup final, both at Lords, the Henley Test match, all begin and mostly go on with you knowing exactly what's going to happen. And it's only in the last half an hour. I think there was a point where Delhi, uh, where, where Kolkata runs, scored seven runs in half an hour because it took so long to get people on and off the bloody pitch as well. <laughs> we were watching T20, seven runs in half an hour. It was superb. It was, I mean, I say it was superb. For me, it was slightly problematic because at the moment, my Sky Plus box is buggered. So it can only tape one thing at once and since my wife needs to have strictly it takes two available at 6 30 i had to switch to watching the game on my iphone when at quarter past six kolkata needed 14 runs 13 runs to win <laughs> and we're about to do it in no time whatsoever and uh, at half past six they needed 10 runs to win and we're still going to do it in no time whatsoever and by the end of it, my wife was more into the result of this game than she was into Strictly <laughs> It Takes Two on the day that Robert Webb has been forced to leave Strictly because of a heart condition. And you couldn't spoilers, get spoilers. Spoilers, no. Whoa, <laughs> mate, what do you mean spoilers? It's, it's already happened. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's all over Twitter. Don't you live in the 21st century, Max? Jesus. So no, I've, got, I've got a filter on Twitter to cricket. filter out everything right. that involves Strictly. 
I know you're now all about to have your own take on this and you're totally entitled to it, but I refuse to let this podcast finish before you come to me about the Sunil Gavaskar, Matthew Hayden, cross-purposes, pointless chat that took place as Kolkata were boringly scooting to certain victory. Because yeah, it's, it's really important. No, it's important. <laughs> In, on this podcast, we like to address the important topics first. So... Why don't we do that now? Get it out of the way. Okay. I'm sure that's what people well, me, have been waiting for. Well, me, it's the hook well, that will get, keep more people coming in, you know? Let me get Drive the live it, stream traffic. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Because it is exactly why everyone gets T20 wrong. Because the commentary box didn't understand each other and they didn't understand what was going on in the game. So, let me paint the picture for you. Kolkata are boringly making their way to easy victory. I think they now at this point need something like 35 from 42. It's something of that sort. It may be even be nearer than when they were on 30 or 39. And Lockie Ferguson comes into bowl. Was it Lockie Ferguson? Who was it? Might have been Ferguson. Going round the wicket at uh, Rana. Okay. Is, was it Norkia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. drop. The drop. Normally, in cricket, Dan, I'll I, I just yeah. explain the rules really Who quickly. Cares? The yeah. the opposition bowl at you. Your own bowlers do not bowl at you. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, that's, yeah, right. Yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, <laughs> frankly, all IPL players merge into one gigantic. Either they're bowling fast filth wide outside the off stump, or slow filth darted into the pitch. Anyway, on this particular occasion, the uh, catch is dropped by Ashwin down at deep third. Gavaskar, Sonny Gavaskar, is outraged. Because at this stage, Kolkata needs to go at around about 4.5 and over. So he cannot understand why the first ball that Rana has faced, he's made this wild yahoo at. Hayden, who takes, I think, the perfectly normal view, which is that if you are cruising to victory and you're in a bit and you're known for smashing a ball all over the place, keep on smashing it because you're playing T20. So knocking the ball around for singles will only increase the likelihood of pressure at some point. So he is convinced that Sonny is talking about the drop catch. And he's like, yeah, I mean, you just got to take a look at that. What is he doing? And Sonny's going, yes, what is he doing? It's the first ball he's faced. First ball he's faced for the new bowler, and he goes straight after it like that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, I think he's just lost concentration as the ball's. I mean, it may have come out of the lights. Yes, it's a ridiculous shot to play. I mean, what the hell were they talking about? <laughs> What they were talking about is how nobody in that box seems to understand what it is that they're actually seeing, which is that Kolkata Knight Riders got themselves into a perfect position in which to win the game and continued going after it, which is in Morgan's image. Now, on very few occasions, everybody suddenly gets out for a duck, four consecutive ducks. But the view in the Kolkata Knight Riders dressing room was, we've got enough wickets in hand to swing from the hip. So it was a game of Russian roulette in which with, with the with the revolver loaded with bullets, as it turned out, because they kept on getting fired off. And then finally, they hit the winning six because it just kept on swinging from the hip and they needed 13 off 28, which was the right thing to do. But anyway, no one else seemed to spot that apart from <laughs> me, you and you and you, I should imagine, because watching on TV, you'd have thought that, well, you just have to push the ball around for ones and twos. No, you don't. You play fucking T20. Yeah, they, they were like, oh, Shubman Gill's 46 or 46. What a magnificent innings. <laughs> it was perfect. Uh, <laughs> mind you, I've got to say, the last time I was on, I was asked about Venki Iyer, and I'm starting to think there was a particular shot that he played that was one of supreme, perfect majesty. 
over deep mid-wicket with a straight bat, which was something else. And the other thing was something else was Sunil Gavaskar lauding Shubman Gill for just taking a run of ball. And then when he got a short one from Lockie Ferguson and strappling it over long on for six, there was this horribly long pause while he said, well, he's very good off the back foot and he judged that length really well. When what he meant was, damn, he was supposed <laughs> to sky that in the air, get out and I can be furious again. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to talk about the first half of this game? The boring bit very quickly. Yep. You lot do yes, that. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to mute myself for a while. Dan takes the glory. So <laughs> um, we thought, uh, Max, we, we were doing the podcast on Sunday night, weren't we? Or Monday night, yep. whenever we lasted a podcast. Uh, and, and going into it, we we thought that this match was too close to call. I think one of us mm. went one way and one of us went the other, yep. uh, just for the sake of balance. Um, I went for KKR, so I was right. But uh, we both said that it was, it was too close to call. Um, starting off... You know, Delhi put into bat at Sharjah. That's pretty difficult for them. Um, teams batting first only win about a third of the time. Ross, were you at all surprised at how they went about things, which was reasonably circumspect to begin with? Uh, well, they uh, they picked Marcus Stoinis first and foremost. I mean, Max, you, t- you said in the intro that they picked him on one leg. They've got, uh, I mean, you definitely shouldn't play Steve Smith in this case. I was kind of saying I'd hope they play Tom Curran again because if they got to the final of the IPL playing Tom Curran in back-to-back games, genuine hilarious because he's awful. But Sam Billings is in the squad, right? What, or has he flown off to be with England already? Because he's not injured and is a good middle-order hitter and is pretty good against spin and, and charges legs. tiny. He's also got two legs, which is a yeah. benefit. Yeah, I was I was a bit confused at that selection. So, just one thing, Sam. Sam's quite posh, but... Not even he would fly from Sharjah to Oman to join the England team. But I imagine he'd just get a cab. Well, I, don't, I don't know. They could get, 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 the old, uh, get the old chopper over there. Um, what, I do, what I do like is I looked at um, Sam Curran's, um, what should we call it, is uh, on Delhi Capital's website, how they explain who Sam, Curran, uh, Sam Billings is. Um, he's got a bright smile, almost as vibrant as his shots, and he's one of the most likeable cricketers on the plane. Well, I mean, in fairness, to, in, in, in fairness, Ross, that's probably slightly better than the hundreds description of Sam Billings, which was that he was an all-rounder. So, look, not everything's perfect. Well, he does wicket keep So, okay, Ross. So, so for, firstly, <laughs> anyway. you're saying they picked the wrong team. But, you know, when they were actually yeah, playing, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought Prithby Shaw was good as always. Goes out, trying to hit hits it from from ball one, and he's he's great. I actually really like Prithby Shaw. Um, but the, the pitch, Jack, you said in the WhatsApp chat was a bit like custard in the first innings. Yeah, it did have a custardy consistency, uh, but like dried custard. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, we're continuing so like, the pudding theme, aren't we? Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't gloopy custard. It no, was like, I don't it know what dried. What is dried custard? You know, if you leave custard in a bowl for too long, yeah, you know, when it gets the film on top, yeah, the skin. It had that what? it had the skin. But hang on. Custard skin. But hang on. It had a custard skin, but did it have a custard underneath? Because if it had custard skin, custard skin is notoriously easy to break using a cricket ball. Hold on, uh, seventy-eight <laughs> well, miles anything, an hour. Really? Uh, I mean, it would just simply go straight into it. I mean, that's that is it's a not metaphor, an analogy Dan. that works. It's like it's, um, no, it's not. It, well, it doesn't work. No, I think you've got to, it's Dan, got, I think, there's got to be something more realistic uh, than that. What, what like, Jack's like, trying like, to get across? Realism. It's magical realism. No, what, what Jack's trying to get across is that it's, it's like the Underground Railroad. It's not really a train. 
It's um, a custard skin, but the custard's yeah. been made with too much corn flour, so it's become a non-Newtonian fluid, so that when the ball strikes it, it actually <laughs> maintains a level of resistance so that it can still bounce but with the skin when, on top. I'm going to do a harsher bogle here. I'm going to do a harsher bogle here and get us back to the cricket. It's get back to the cricket. It was low. It was low. This is, <laughs> this is a fact, Matt Ross. This is a fact. The pitch, the they had a graphic that showed at Sharjah, the ball normally bounces just above the stumps. But on this pitch, pitch four, they called it, the shit pitch, I'm going to call it, <laughs> it bounced about a foot lower. And that meant that nobody could play any real cricket shots on it. Uh, I mean, there, there, was, there was a way to play on it. And a, and a couple of batters did, did sort of figure this out. But players like Shikhar Darwan uh, and even Stoinis to a lesser extent, standing up and trying to play real cricket shots, uh, it just wasn't working for them. What's, the ball what's was, a real, what's, what's a real you know, cricket shot? I'm sorry, you know I'm what a real cricket shot is. No, you you no, commentated with Jeffrey Boycott yeah. for 15 years. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And do you know what? And do you know what? I absolutely do not let anyone get away with saying that's a proper cricket shot because when they do that, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, I'll tell, I cricket. can tell you exactly what I'm talking about. No, well, let's let's finish the finish well, the description. So Shikadawa and Marcus Stoinis, they're playing the ball, their interception yeah. point, if you like. It's closer to the stumps in a more traditional MCC coaching manual style of cricket. The players who did well in this game went and hit the ball a long way down the pitch. Mm. They were intercepting the ball much closer to, 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 to where it bounced. Um, and the, the fact that it was staying very low and the fact that it was a bit slow was less of a problem for them. Um Shikadala, yeah, yeah, the sixes but... he actually hit were all like slog sweeps where he, where he was hitting the ball two metres in front of the popping crease. Um, yeah, but every, and, every and the rest single... of the time, he'd, he'd look all at sea. But this is nonsense because every single MCC uh, coaching manual imagines a, a lovely pitch in which the ball comes onto you. So every, well, this is what every we're shot saying. That, no, it wasn't shot a lovely pitch. No, every shot that you play, Jack, every shot that you play on, every single pitch that you play on, and people used to play on really terrible pitches and they still do all over the world, are the right cricket shots. The right cricket shots are the ones that score you actual runs and the circumstances you find yourself, which is why Victor Trumpel was one of the great sticky wicket players. It's why we talk about people who were able to adapt to difficult circumstances like Neil Harvey. It's why these ideas have been going on for 140 years, right? The idea that you've got a proper cricket shot, no such thing exists. What you've got is the right shot on the right pitch in the right circumstances. And certain players are able to adapt to those things. That's all. Don't give me okay. proper cricket shots. I well, hate it, proper cricket shots. In that case, the proper cricket shots is some, is some boring golf playing bastard who goes, well, that's a proper <laughs> cricket shot. That's a proper shot. He's a proper <laughs> player he is. I mean, it's a, it's a pipe smoking wanker at the end of a bar constantly tediousing you out about how Peter May played proper cricket shots. And these days, they do all sorts of weird crap. What they do these days is work out how to play when things get tricky. And the ones Well, they didn't do a very good job of they're that. They're not proper cricketers. Well, they didn't do a very good job of that because the batters, two, three, four, four, four Delhi Capitals, uh, they managed to hit just six boundaries in 89 balls, um, which, is, which is about a third of the, the average... Um, for for an IPL batter, that's that's poor batting. I think that's to be honest where the game's lost. We can talk about the drama later on, mm. um, but I I just think it's sort of inexcusable that that Shikhar Darwin batted for thirty nine balls the way he did. Um, Stoinis I think was hung out to dry a little bit. He didn't look fit. I don't think he even fielded, did he? They brought Steve Smith on almost immediately. Uh, and Shreyas Iyer, you know, he finishes with a strike rate of one hundred and eleven, but only because he gets six off the last ball. Um, which counts to his score, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but that was a pretty, pretty tortured up innings. To, up and to between that point, them, it was poor. And between them, they keep Rishabh Pant and Shimran Hetmeyer 
off the pitch. They face 16 balls between them. They're two best batters, probably. Um, pretty sure aside, maybe. Uh, they they faced 16 balls. It's, it's you know, that's... Scandalous. Scandalous. It's, it's terrible it, resource it, allocation. It's terrible. It is. And, it, and it's backed up, actually, by the bowling figures because it shows that no, no point did anybody get taken down because they didn't have the opportunity because they didn't, have the, they didn't have the batters in at the right time who would do that sort of thing. So if you look at their bowling figures, five bowlers, all bowled four overs, they conceded between 26 and 28 runs. It's the most extraordinary bunching you will ever see. I'm not sure, it, I'm not sure it's ever happened in IPL history. Five bowlers, they conceded between 26 and 28 runs. And 135 was the score, 6.75. It was exactly what everybody bowled. And that was kind of indicative, really, in that there was no over when you thought this it's it's now going to happen there's now going to be the charge now something's going to occur there was a sort of run management and an assumption almost they'd set their sights to i reckon they'd set their sights to 145 to 150 at absolute best and they were satisfied that they were going to get to 135 really if you want to figure out <clears throat> If there's been ever a situation like that, why don't you download and sign up to our Patreon where we've got all of the information and you can figure that out for yourself. That's shameless. good thinking, Ross. Absolutely yeah. shameless. Patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod. We still don't know how many rupees it is, but it's four pounds. Um... Why don't you just very quickly go on to, you know, exchange.com. I think it's like 70 rupees to the pound. It's probably about 285 rupees is my guess. It's my guess. Do you want to double cool. check for me? Yeah, no, and, and subscribe to this YouTube channel well whilst you're um, at it. Anyway, that, I, I just can't get over that. Six, well, sixteen De- Delhi blew it, right? De- De- and De- yeah, Delhi blew it. They, they, they blew got eighty-eight it or forty-four CSK. balls in their last game. Yeah, they blew it against CSK. They've blown it here. It's poor decision making. They got the selection wrong, and they just didn't pick the right bowlers at the right time. It was. A, it was an inexperienced pant and a Aussie-loving Ricky Ponting that's cost them this victory, isn't it, really? Who, who, um, yeah, but he's really likeable, though, isn't he? He's oh, very, Hunter. very likable. Oh, yeah. I mean, that video doing the rounds on Twitter, I mean, I wanted to be England coach, to be honest with you. The idea of a Ponting Langer ashes off in England just sounds so much bloody fun. Gary he's, Pratt he's a, is his assistant coach. He's a nice guy, Ponting. Very nice guy. <laughs> Which you know, one of you... Start, don't laugh. Well, I mean, laugh if you like, but he's actually... He's, no, I was, laugh, I was laughing at the Gary Pratt thing, but... <laughs> he's, he's a charming, charming presence in the box. He's, uh, yeah. he's got a high emotion. Would, would he do it? Would he do it, though? Could he bring himself to coach England? Well, how much have we spent on Dido Harding? I'm sure we could divert a little bit of that. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about public money here. Seven, eight, nine million. I should think we, we should be able to secure his services. Which one of you, just quickly on the pitch, I don't really want to talk about it too much because it, mm. it was shit. Um, which one of you did the football tweet? Wasn't me. Wasn't me. What the? Yeah, it was. So it was you, Max. Yeah, the, what the one? So the, the one about? So the answer uh, is me. Uva and Uva and Barca playing with a deflated football. Yeah, that was. Yeah, me. just that was where you were supposed to read out the whole point. I was teeing you up. Didn't work, did it? Yeah, that was that was an example of chemistry failing. Yeah, um, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> 
so I thought I just I just, just, just having spent having spent enough time with you, Jack. I thought I was about to get it in the neck for something. But, uh, no, it was a good tweet. Up, but, yeah. well, can you explain yeah. your tweet? Because it was good. I mean, it's rubbish now, isn't it? But like, yeah. Was, yeah. well, so, yeah, someone someone suggested that to, that uh, the playing cricket at Sharjah has become like watching Burnley against Newcastle on a Monday night. And uh, my thought about that was that actually that's a game that would be improved by being played on a farm and it was more like watching Juventus play Bayern Munich with a completely deflated football yeah just, it's a good analogy just, you know, in the Champions League semi-final you've taken yeah you've taken the excitement out of the game haven't you and just made them yeah anyway this, the excitement un- unacceptable conditions the excitement did come back um, for for, for Wimviz Aholics <laughs> uh, the the Crick metric Wimviz had the game poised uh, or, or had had um, KKR is a 74% favourite at halfway, um, which seemed about right, uh, yeah. I thought. Um, Shubman Gill and Venki Iyer. Venki Iyer in particular, he batted really well. And, and by the end of the power play, uh, the chances of Kolkata losing, or, or, or rather Delhi winning, uh, were down to just 9%. Max, it was a pretty fearsome display of hitting, or, or or given the circumstances, given the fact mm. they were playing with cricket's equivalent of a deflated football, the custard mm. pie wicket, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the Sharjah death strip, um, it was it was pretty good going from them across the first six overs. Sh- Sharjah's death, what did you say? Sharjah's Sharjah death, death, death strip. strip. That sounds like a stripper's haircut, that does. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it was yeah, it was it was a real contrast, wasn't it? The way KKR uh, approached it, and even like um, well, Delhi Capitals innings lasted four overs basically, didn't it? They were thirty-two off their first four, and um, KKR just carried on from from there. Really, they they started started well and continued it, and I think it kind of uh, showed perhaps uh, the advantage that KKR might have had of, and you know, it's an advantage that they had to use properly and, and and understand but the sort of having played three of their last four games at Sharjah on these pitches um knowing where to bowl you know not like the Nokia's first ball was over pitched and got driven for four and that was the very last thing you need to do on this pitch bowling full is the one thing that can be hit so don't do it KKR knew that from their experiences from destroying the Rajasthan Royals and uh they implemented those uh, that knowledge properly and the same on the batting it's like you mentioned jack they came you know, the number of times you could see them with intent coming down the wicket to to uh, intercept the ball further from the uh, from the crease that's sort of the the intent they showed and the, the the knowledge of the ground that they managed to employ and and they did it really well and i think uh, delhi capitals you know it's an advantage having done it but i think delhi capitals could have learned for it you know like maybe watched some of the games at Sharjah and, and worked out what's needed to uh to do it because it's not like these people have never done they've never it's not like they've never executed these skills before just because they haven't done it in the last three games doesn't mean they can't you know look at what's been happening and try and copy it so uh yeah KKR did did the right thing at the right time Running down the pitch, not running down the pitch, but coming down the pitch has been a bit of a hallmark of Shubman Gill's game in particular, I mm. think, in the, in the second half of this IPL. Um, and, you know, his 46 from 46 today, it's not a thrilling innings, but it, it, it bearing in mind the context of what else happens in this match uh, actually makes quite a big difference. <laughs> I think it's quite a well, big what, positive what's... factor. Well, what's happening at the other end? I mean, that, that was... Yeah. That was well, when you've got... Country. Also, when you've That's got Venky Iyer scoring, scoring, yeah, that helps. That's what I mean. That's why the commentary was fascinating because there was this insane one-eyed way of looking at it as if Shubman Gill was anchoring a side 
while somebody else was teeing off. The person teeing off was just getting a bit getting a bit lucky and playing really well. You know, played some absolutely fantastic shots. But at the other end, you've got somebody who's struggling with the pitch like everyone else has struggled with the pitch. And suddenly we were sort of imputing on him that there was some kind of motive force to what hmm. he was doing, that he actually understood what he was doing. What he was doing was trying not to get out while someone else was scoring runs at the other end, which showed an amount of game intelligence. You do that. But anybody in this Zoom call would do exactly the same thing. If someone's scoring the runs and you can work it, and he was hitting the ones and twos, hitting the ones and twos. It did make his dismissal that much more ludicrous, actually. Hmm. Because when he did get out, he was at a point when he was the one person who just continually needed to just knock it into space to get ones and twos, which is why Gavaska was annoyingly correct about it, even though he was also <laughs> strangely wrong about well, a stopped, a stopped what, clock. What the team, yeah, well, you know, but it was com- it was confusing, wasn't it? It was confusing. And it was a very strange moment when he did get himself out. But it was made even stranger by the fact that it precipitated the enormous collapse, which in a way, didn't all all of us here think might happen? So, oh, we're in this IPL game and it's set up in this way. And they surely aren't just going to get over the line with 2.5 overs to go. Now, that's not because we are, I was imagining any shenanigans. It's because I've not seen a situation like this where that just happened. So some kind of crazy maniac shit's going to go down. And it did. I thought I, I think... thought it might threaten. I thought they might threaten crazy maniac shit. I didn't yeah. think it would actually get to even close to the stage that it did. That that uh, was beyond my wildest dreams. I was they on went... the brink of thinking it's about to happen at every moment. <laughs> they went from a point one percent chance of winning. Again, this is this is your crick metric. So um And they were right. I mean yeah. that is a right point one percent chance of winning in the seventeenth over to an 80% chance of winning with one ball to go, or with like two balls to losing. go, or whatever it was. Of losing. Uh, losing, of losing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's exactly what happened. It was and then superb. They, and then, <laughs> well, <you> can, <laughs> they get one. We, well, you can chalk this up to uh, taking it deep, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? It's much easier to take it deep if you've only lost one wicket after 15 overs in <laughs> a really small chase. <laughs> <laughs> a very similar thing happened though do you remember the big bash final of I think it was 2019 and it went the other way they needed something like um, 25 off 40 and proceeded to lose 8 wickets and score 17 runs and uh, lose was, I think it was the Renegades against somebody or other yeah and it was that, years that, ago it, wasn't it yeah that's right and this game was basically that game writ large uh, I Maybe because I commentated that game, and yet I still can't remember who was playing in it. <laughs> I was, uh, I was instantly reminded of it. My my spidey senses went, "Oh shit, something weird's going to happen." The moment Gill got out, and Morgan, isn't the Morgan story incredible? He's going to end up in an IPL final for, for all I know, he'll probably win it, but some fluky weird way, despite having scored one off four at a crucial moment. <laughs> And been got out of trouble with a Lockie Ferguson six off the last ball. Who knows? He averages nine <laughs> this year. Is it nine? Yeah. Yet, I reckon that's time, probably at the top end of what I'd be able to average yeah. in the IPL. Well, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to know what you guys think because there's a guy called called Kartike Date, a cricketing zoo on Twitter, who I, I love dearly and causes uh, some concern with some people because he's very straight down the line. And he doesn't believe in the existence of captaincy. He thinks that this is all mumbo jumbo. It's all the nonsense we say. Well, you know, people are great in clutch positions. No, they're not. Uh, Roger Federer isn't better 
when things are, are difficult, he just wins 53% of the points to 47% of the points because he's that little that's bit That's not better. true, though, is it? Because that's what actually works out. You're but, making decisions uh, if you're a captain. Like, there is, there's fundamentally yeah. a, a difference in outcome between using Rabada or Tom Curran or a, a difference in expected yeah. outcome in the last match. And they went with Tom Curran and they lost. They're in this game. Uh, Rabada, by the way, I mean, we, like, we, 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 we're saying, like, we, we're talking about this game like, KKR fell to pieces, but but you know, Rabada's figures in this match, uh, four overs, 23 um for two, are pretty good. Um, but yeah, I no, I to back to the original point. Um would you put an expected captaincy? An expected captain like like Kriegbiz has got how much you, you get in bowling minus plus, how much you get in batting minus plus, how much you get in building minus plus. And would you like there to be a captaincy metric? If you think it's actually you might you might as well because it'd be about as opaque as the other numbers, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah just well, be like, yeah, uh, you could, yeah. That that's that's the answer. So if you don't know how the maths works behind these ideas, then um, then they're yeah, effectively big brain viz. Yeah, it's, it's, no, um, I, <laughs> and, then, I and, and, you, and then you've got Nathan Lemon with his little sign up for Morgan because he can't remember more than four things. <laughs> Generally speaking, I subscribe to what Dan Weston says in, in this area that you know, 80-90% of captains are not really having much of an impact on the game one way or the other. Uh, at the extreme end, uh, you've got 5-10% who are doing really well or doing really badly. Um, and I, I think so. Is Morgan doing well? Is Morgan? I doing think well in the last seven games he has. I, I think generally, generally speaking, Morgan in, in white ball cricket's probably not somebody I'd say was an amazing tactician. In the same way that that like Ooh. Dhoni, who's the obvious answer here, is like Dhoni's teams win. Uh, Dhoni's teams win when they're bad. They win at the beginning of the auction cycle. They win at the end of the auction cycle. He's going to be in, in his tenth out of fourteen IPL finals. Uh, yeah, that's, but, that's yeah, mad, yeah, but, yeah, but mad performance, yeah, and that's and that's in a league built for parity. You know, like Morgan in in when he's captained at a domestic level, has hasn't got anywhere like that kind of record in in in, in leagues that are similarly sort of built built for parity. Um, with England, obviously he's awesome, um, but he's got he's got all the toys, hasn't he? Where you I think Morgan say, excels you, is off the pitch. Say, it's, it's strategic. It's, it's it's getting people to buy into a wider game plan, not. You know who's going to bowl when, not the on-field captaincy part of it, is is what I mean. So I think he's a good captain overall, but because of the off-field stuff he does and his vision for how the game should be played and his understanding of what, in quotes, good white ball cricket is, um, I, I think he he there is more advanced than most captains. But I think tactically there are there are better 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 captains out there. Um, now his his influence in that well, wait a minute, could wait a minute, wait a minute, let's let Dan say something. No, no, I'm just going to keep. Since, I'm going to just keep leaving just enough of a gap since you're to start extrapolating. Then... <laughs> since you're extrapolating from the record, it seems strange to imagine that the IPL is a league built for parity when CSK and Mumbai Indians have basically won nearly all just, of the bloody tournaments they've ever been, and CSK just, are in the yeah, final not... because because they're better. So what we assume is they're better because they're Mistoni's a better captain, rather than assuming that they've got a better eleven players. They go out with a yeah, better can, team. No, it's one of the factors. It's not the factor. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the thing is, what I'm asking is, if you think it is one of the factors, how are you going to measure it? And if you think you can it look is at the, the look factors, at so there's a there's a really good example recently. Cody Yadav, you retrospectively. 
Yeah, well, you, you have you to. The, it's it's very difficult to look into the future because we don't know what will happen, do no, we? No, but you can look into the present. So you can look at the actual time. And well, think, we can look at how what? bad Coldeep Yadav is, Yadav is now, for example, uh, after he's moved away from, from being captain by, by Dhoni. And I think there are quite a few examples of spinners that that has happened to. I think even Ashwin might be one of them. Who was you better think bowlers, bowlers actually bowl worse balls because MS Dhoni isn't there. No, because Dhoni I mean, will that use is the bowler at the right point, in the, right, right, right point in the game. So, so when, what we see <laughs> Often, what we see often, who was it who bowled to Narain? Uh, Dan Christian, the Dan other night. Christian, yeah. So, so Narain is really good at hitting one type of bowling medium pace, right arm bowling. He's really, really good at it. Um, who did Coley bowl? He had the choice of bowling anyone, he bowled the most medium pace, worst bowler he could possibly have used. Um, that's an example of a captain who's made a bad decision. You know, the, the outcome of that over would probably have been different if he'd thrown it to Glenn Maxwell, the off-spinner, spinning the ball away from the right. Actually, you know what? Who got the right out today? Um, the off-spinner, spinning the ball away from the right. It was, it was Ashwin. Was it first ball, second ball? Um, it's that, it's yeah. that slightly, kind of decision. It's different circumstances. It's, 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 it, but it's well, that it's, kind it's, of decision that Dhoni gets right and Coley gets wrong. But Jack, it's that kind of inference that, that discredits the entire way that, that sensible people look at statistics because you've actually put down Narayan's dismissal today to being undone by a right arm offspin. When what no. he was doing was trying to hit a ball for six off his first ball. But he was trying was to do his that. Own what you're duty. doing and do you know what? is, is moving very, the bell very, curve of expected did. outcomes. He very, you're moving very, the bell very, curve of expected outcomes. I'm just yeah, saying, he did, but he didn't. And look what actually happened. What happened but was they got a ball in the slot and it, because it was his first ball, he didn't quite connect with it as well as he did, would do. He virtually did do. And Ashwin got away with getting a wicket. It wasn't because it was a genius tactical move to have a right arm off spinner bowling at bloody Narayan. It's not a genius tactical move. A what it is, is the right decision. everything about that shot. It's the right decision if you're the captain to do that, though. And, 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 and what... Um, Coley did when he bowled Dan Christian was evidently the, the wrong decision because you can look at what happens when when right arm bowlers, right arms off spinners bowl to left handers. They they get them out more often than than they do when they're bowling to other people. And you can look at players like Narayan who are very good at hitting one type of bowling and know not to bowl that type of bowler to them. That's good captaincy. And you should be you able know, to put a metric on it, Jack. You must. You could get hold of Crick Biz. Have a word with Ben. He'll he'll be all over it. He'll love it. Captain Biz is. Exactly what they need right now. Or oh, skip biz, skip biz, skip biz. Anyway, what, what are we talking about? Cricket, this match. No, I was, was actually good, enjoying it? watching the highlights yeah, yeah, from uh, from Fury and Deontay Wilder. There, that was uh, that was great fun. Let's Two knockdowns in one round, but but Jack got back up. God, Max, you're carrying this show now. Am I great? Uh, I, don't, I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know where we were. Where right, where Max, were we? Max, Max, I'll, I'll say. Oh, let's, oh, let's talk about I'm honestly, honestly lost after that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let, can we talk about um, Akshar Patel? So Akshar oh, Patel dropped from the India squad. Yeah. So today, yeah. Well, for the Lord. Not, yeah. No. Yeah. For the Lord. So Lord Thakur has come in for Akshar Patel. Great on decision. the big on, on Akshar Patel, this is kind of his big, like probably his second biggest ever game that he's gonna that he's played in in his career. And in the morning of that game, the BCCI go, Do you know what? Let's just drop this little <laughs> bomb in on his life. <laughs> but how is that to treat a young player in in this kind of thing? And I mean, I I'm not sure when people talk about kind of the IPL and all that kind of stuff that people want certain people to win. But if I'm a Kolkata fan and I'm in, I'm the BCCI PR person, I'm dropping that news. I'm trying to unsettle any Delhi player I can 
Because we all used to play football manager. Dan, did you ever used to play football manager? Oh, yeah. Younger, Champions League, whatever. Um, well, I, I've, football... I've seen other people do it and I've given them my opinion, which is, I, I think he played Sabutio. Mm. Yeah. I did play Sabutio, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, champ man, LMA I manager, really, manager really whatever. Ruffled knuckle. As a result. <laughs> <Lovely>. <laughs> I hope there's some beauty. Um, but in Foot Manager, I I look to disrupt players before a big game by declaring interest or submitting a bid. I felt the same came from BCCI here. I thought there was there was a Kolkata fan's fingerprints all over that. Do you um, think Morgan maybe did some backroom captaincy, got some stuff to go up the chain, spoke to Dinesh Kartik, he can move, move, move things, can't he? Yeah, yeah. So I, I just there was a there was a little bit of um, subterfuge mm. there, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, well, Kolkata is still obviously run by communists, isn't it? So uh, I suppose they're in in stark contrast to the BJP Delhi um, government establishment franchise. So you're right; mm. there could have been some serious. I mean, actually, genuinely serious. We're talking full third world war Iron Curtain nonsense crap going on within India. There's I'm intrigued by this. I have. Yeah, there's a little oh, right. okay. I have. Okay. Yeah. And it's karma. Karma? Karma. It's karma. So, do you well, remember... the Premier League, so, you know... Well, go go back to... Oh, so, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking bigger on this. I'm thinking England fan perspective, karma. <laughs> All right. Remember the third test match, the day-night test match in Ahmedabad versus England when we went to tour India? Could never forget it. We, 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 England got England got bowled out for eighty-one. Didn't we, in the second stoom, innings, it was all embarrassing. Actually, yeah. well, well, taking six eleven wickets, wickets was bowling. the highlight, wasn't it? Yeah. So beautiful, at the time, watch. at the time, at the time, we were all just we we're dismayed at how bad the pitch was. That the pitch was a fix, and it was all a load of shit. So that is exactly what our opinion was, and I think we were probably right. Well, in yours that. maybe not, 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 not mine. No, no, no. no I thought I mean, it was probably. Perfectly acceptable way to you know, you've got home advantage, and uh, why would you make a pink ball game in which Jimmy Anderson suddenly bowls ball around corners? So no, but I take your point. I take your point. Yes, but, but, some, but that, does, that doesn't help my karma do theory here. That, oh, that's not. Well, there are different theories, theory. though, aren't there, <laughs> Ross? There are different philosophies on on how how man thinks about ordering the universe, aren't there? You're thinking of it from a, a karmic point of view. Uh, I, I guess Dan just thinks it's it's anarchy or something or science behind. How, how man, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a, combi- it's, it's a combination of anarchy, science, and nihilism. Yeah, I think it's, it's something of all those things go into the great big melting pot of futility that is our lives. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I like to think that your your karmic idea is more romantic. So carry on. Yeah. So, uh, well, if you think of the players who were playing in that game, Virat Kohli, captain, disgraced yeah. that out of the competition yesterday for bowling <laughs> Dan Christian. For, for, for bowling Dan Christian uh, today, Ashar Patel. What well, second most expensive bowler gets four from four, has a pretty bad game. Ashwin blows it in the final over and drops a simple catch. They were three players playing, and there's no representative from that side playing in the IPL final. Karma, that's what it is. Uh, Vic London in the chat Oof. says, I love yeah. Norcross. Um, bring this guy back often, please. And where does he commentate? Uh, see, maybe, isn't it? Dan? <laughs> It's got it's you know, there's this program called Test Match Special, which uh, they put out when test matches are on, they stick it on the BBC. Um, there are more famous people on it than me, like Jonathan Agnew. Uh, he's been doing it for 31 years. Uh, you may know him from giggling a lot when Ian Botham nearly hit his stumps with his cock. And uh, there are <laughs> I thought he did hit like, his stumps with his cock. No, I think he did it with his leg. 
but that oh. was the thing. He got he got the leg over, but he didn't quite get the um, yes. I mean, anyway, he probably at the same time did get that over, but uh, he didn't. I don't think he did with that. Certainly, if um, Twitter evidence is to be believed. Uh, so, uh, I've no idea. Uh, uh, yeah, somebody else as well. Yes, Emily Ray for Brent. You may know her, and uh, Michael Vaughan. That's where I come to. Uh, Vickers replied, BBC, bloody leftists. So, <laughs> yeah. what I've been in. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. BBC. I mean, so he'll he'll I mean, like Michael Vaughan. He's got a point. He's got a, he's got a point. There is nobody more left-wing than Michael Vaughan, and it's an absolute nightmare trying to deal with his wokery. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jeffrey Boycott. Jesus Christ. Maybe it's wonderful. constantly it's going wonderful. on about trans rights. It's, a, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> it's absolutely uh, wonderful how, uh, how the BBC I mean, can be at all times uh, leftist, uh, right-wing, mm. and uh, completely uh, devoid of opinion. All, all at the yes. same time. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's a wonderful feat. Well, do you know, it, 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 that's why it's the, the very highest accolade to work on Testament Special, because to, to be the most right-wing Nazi you've ever met, and at the same time, a dangerous insurgent Marxist while having no opinion on anything, it takes a kind of skill <laughs> that you three guys can only <laughs> fucking dream about. And not swearing on air. I mean, imagine how difficult that is when uh, you have a mind like mine. <laughs> uh, it, it's probably pretty right fellas did any are there any good performances from this game that we haven't talked about because we, we normally talk about the bad things um and venky talk about venky venky was good we've said that venky we? was good well yeah. we probably have i mean i thought all all of kkr's bowlers were annoyingly equally good but equally good in their own different ways i mean like that shaki the first over that shaki Paul hassan bowled was so quintessentially perfect it's like you're, you're coming out you're playing this game the two openers are kind of getting themselves together right. It really, really matters. Shakib comes in scurrying in off four paces and darts the ball into the pitch before either, you know, Shikha Darwin or the other guy has got any bloody hope of knowing what he's going to do. <laughs> Gil, uh, it's it's horrible. It's horrible to watch. You know, get, take a single and then chunk, 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 chunk. And before you know it, an over's gone. And that that was terrific. And then when Ferguson bowled, he bowled one bad ball right at the beginning. He floated that. 90 mile per hour half volley and was whacked through the covers and his next nine balls went for four runs as he correctly identified that banging the ball in just back of a length at someone's hip would be really annoying on that pitch which you say is unfit for purpose but I think you're also insane because the four of us spend most of our times when we play cricket on pitches as slow, as low, as nobody tedious, watches. As yeah, but no one's, yeah, no one wants to yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no one wants wait, to come and watch it. No one's doing wait, it at 90 miles wait, an hour, so you've wait. got time to adjust. Yeah, well, in that case, if you're a professional cricketer and you're playing on that snot heap, that's your skill. That's what you've got to get good at. That's what you've got to actually do. Uh, just and make it flash about shit and let them hit sixes on the motorway. That's what I want. That's so boring, though. I mean, watching it Bangalore for years gone by, I saw a Champions League game when there was a Champions League. You both probably saw suckling at the teat when that happened in about 2013 or 12. And there was this game, we were commentating on it, and it was six after six after six. And just all you can go is, yes, it's gone again. It's a road. There's, It's a bloody road. He's bowled a perfectly reasonable ball. It's been hammered over deep mid-wicket for a 98-metre six. It's pointless. There's no there's no pleasure in that. This was great fun. Absolute chaos and mayhem is what we want in cricket. Stop. Don't discharge your pitches. I want more like that. 
I want 98 plays 87 in the World Cup final. That's what I'm after. The thing is, it was very, it was very nearly not exciting. That's the problem. And like this sort of once in a blue moon chaos at the end made it an unbelievable game. But uh, yeah. up to that point, it was very much looking like being extremely dull. And, yeah. and I think that's that's sort of part of the part of the problem. Max was yeah, going well, to run home yeah. Yeah. to yeah. to watch it. Um, <laughs> it's either Shan or Guyan Raunak on 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 the chat has asked us a question that that will move us on to the last few minutes of this podcast, um, which is probably timely. Folks, CSK versus KKR. Whose chances do you fancy more in the finals? Will it be a final feather in the hat of the great MSD? I don't know who's initial who's MSD. Um, whoever that is Tony interesting Tony yeah thanks Ross (laughs) (laughs) Ross come on it's one of the great great Um, one of the great captains who probably has won a load of games with an I mean now that's that's a guy that's a guy who skipped visits plus 11 yeah yes Uh, Ross why don't you kick us off with your thoughts on the final um oh Hart wants Owen Morgan to win because then that means that any of us could potentially have a cricketing career in the IPL because I think I could average yeah nine runs I'm backing myself in the IPL to yeah. average nine yeah. uh, probably the, 10 got, I'm going to say 10 10 you could you could outdo a, you could outdo the great Owen Morgan now he's got a Woodstock yeah that's a good yeah, point Woodstock, Woodstock, Woodstock cricket bats I'm yeah. feeling pretty yeah feeling pretty confident uh, confident really um, but they just Mahindra Sigdoni I think deserves it like the CSK have been excellent I think the two best best teams in the last what 10 games have come through they csk got to drop their players they played robin utapa for goodness sake and they still got to the final and he's still hitting runs like the how they're getting they is sque- they are squeezing every ounce of talent out of these old men and there's nothing like better lemons, don't think, don't they? Than, so that's a good analogy they, they all look a little bit lemons and they're like oh just get this lemonade out of them and that is what mahindra singh Dhoni and stephen fleming is actually doing at csk and yeah i, I was quite like them to win um mm. But, He's dead right, actually. So, I mean, there's an important point about lemons that when you get a really, if you leave a lemon for a long time, you know, when they get really dry on the outside, really dry, and the, and, and mm. you're slightly worried, but you've kept them in a dry place so they don't go fungal. And then you cut them up and then you squeeze the last dry remnants out of a lemon. It is the sharpest, most intense taste you could ever get. Uh, and I, I know I'm flying the flag for old men here, but it's exactly, you're, you're dead right. You know, they, I don't think you could probably get a better side. The Philadelphia Phillies back in 1994, when they won the World Series, were uh, an average age of 38 and an average weight of 17 stone. And uh, if you can get that kind of a side and That's get baseball, it together, baby. oh yeah, <laughs> average weight of 17 stone on 17, a team. Of 17 what? stone. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they were big and old and heavy. That's Prius uh, Chawla going everywhere. It's, oh yeah, at the very least. Yeah, it's it's a thirty nine year old Shardell Tucker. I mean, imagine oh, it. imagine that the, the distillation of that talent. I, I tell I tell you what, going around Lord Tucker's house, I reckon that'd be good. You'd have a great dinner. Speaking of lemons, Nathan Lemons on the other side, isn't he, Ross? He is. He is old Lemon Boy. Um, him and Morgan <laughs> putting up the little little signs that go. Go on, you can remember this one, Morgan. Look, it's a fish. What what noise does a fish make? <laughs> KKR are going to win, though. KKR, KKR. are going to win because. They, yeah, yeah, because because there has to be a story, and there will be a story. And Tony's uh, enough story. C- no, CSK haven't played for a week. They've forgotten how to play cricket. They've got really lax. They spent a lot of time by the pool, 
um, the, the kind of like day-to-day drudgery, yeah. if you like. By, yeah, by the pool, by. soaking up the last bits of juice before Donny squeezes them into a victorious cup. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, then, and KKR are going to come out boldly being brilliant, I think, in a strange yeah, kind good. of... Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm obviously... It's going to be a draw. It's going to be all <laughs> called off. There's going to be a COVID outbreak. It's all going to be called off. Um, it's, I think it's going to be a three super over victory for CSK. A triple super over victory. Triple super over victory for CSK. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 my very obvious. Uh, you know, it's obviously what's going to happen. Um, I can't look past CSK as a CSK fan, clearly. But uh, it's gonna it's a battle between a team who haven't played cricket for a week and a team who spent a week playing cricket at Sharjah and see if they can remember how to play cricket somewhere else. So that could Good be an interesting uh, mm-hmm. interesting battle. Yes, yes. Um, I, I think it'd be good. I, I think CSK are favourites, uh, and I think they're deservedly favourites. They're a, a better cricket team than, than KKR, I'm afraid to say. Well, no wonder their captain keeps winning, then, because they've got a better cricket team. That's well, all bloody you know, but he organises That's why captain C is meaningless, isn't it? They've got a better team. Just admitting it. They've got a better team. Ah, I mean, but captain C, captain C, team? if you, if you uh, for example, take Virat Kohli, who had a better team on, uh, on um, Monday, and yeah. lost. Because oh, yeah, he didn't captain, captain can, right? Look, you know. Look, look, hang on a minute, Max. You can be a shit captain. Doesn't mean that you can the tears in his be a eyes. Captain. You can simply be an adequate <laughs> captain. I mean, just because you're preternaturally yeah, captain doesn't mean that other captains are really good. So, look, you know, if you took fifteen people and you put them in front of a fire and one of them put their hand in the fire and the other fourteen didn't, would you say the other fourteen were brilliant? Uh, not putting their hand in the fire. No, no. Or would you One point would out obviously be better, wouldn't put his hand in the fire. So Coley, unfortunately, <laughs> captaincy's not for him. It's just not the thing he should do. He's really good no, at batting. Dan. He should just stop with the captaincy thing, except Dan, when look, Dan, shouting I, a lot I've, to umpires. That's really the point good. was, the point that. was, there is no <laughs> captaining, wasn't it? That the captaincy is meaningless, that it's not a thing. Yeah. But that, that, no, is, no, that, no, no, that means that, that it is meaningful. It's just from the other point, from the other, you know. No, you can only do it badly, is my point, Max. You can only be a bad captain. You can't do anything badly, though. You can only be a bad captain. Yeah, but that's my point yeah. about the people with the hand in the fire. Look, either you accept that analogy or you don't. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> we're not you, accepting you, it. You, you come on our podcast, you start Jack, ranting Jack, about fires. We've got credibility. All, all it takes is a parcel <laughs> moment to check in the record and go, oh, yeah, well, you just do that. Yeah, yeah, of course you'll do that. Yes, everyone knows you'll do that. And I'll just stand there and occasionally get excited with these. You I'm must like, have been great. a terrible captain. Much. When you, when you, no, no, because I captained 50 over cricket with amateurs and that required incredible skills, not 20 over cricket with a bunch of professionals who know exactly what yeah, they're got, doing. You've got to balance that your cigarette whilst you're trying to catch and first slip, isn't it? That's your technique. <laughs> no, you've got to work yeah. out what point you're going to put on your dobber against whom, you know. Um, we have, that, I, 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 I want more analogies. Difficult. That's what I want. I want we have more one analogies. final question, and we are going to wrap this up. So we'll be doing an hour, and that's enough. That's enough cricket podcasts. Um, Swami on Patreon says, is Morgan not contrib- contributing to his team a planned strategy? Uh, he won an ODI World Cup without contributing anything personally. Is he trying to do the same in this IPL? I'm assuming this is tongue-in-cheek, Ross, um, but uh, can you give a serious yeah. answer, please? I mean, he, he did contribute because he did single-handedly destroy Afghanistan, which the US Army <laughs> failed to do. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they did, didn't they? Was, uh... oh, oh, they did. Oh, they did. 
That was the problem. I think that if Morgan wins this, what I mean, what a CV he has and what confidence you get. Like England at the moment, there is a big thing on Twitter that England don't stand a chance in the in the world in the World Cup because it's on slow pitches and we're going to try and smash everything. And but all the English fans think we're going to win. If Morgan goes in as 50 over World Cup winning captain. Um, by the way, Virat Kohli hasn't got that title. Um, and Virat Kohli's not going to have the um, IPL one, and Owen Morgan does. And then we go into that one as well and then win the T20 one. I think that there'll be a meltdown. There'll be a full meltdown. And um, maybe I'm changing my own mind, and I actually want Owen Morgan to win the IPL now next, on Friday. Mm. Yeah. We just yeah. want Owen Morgan's CV to be good. That's what we are now. I, I, I just, it would be I just funny, like wouldn't it? If he it was, was so really bad funny. at batting and won. Hang on a minute. I mean, don't any of you people want the greater good for the wider humanity? I mean, like, love should be shared. I mean, why does everything have to be all so vicious and cruel? Do you know what I mean? So you want a draw? Yeah. It's, what's the... Yeah, well, I mean, no, just let, you know, let, let Morgan win one or the other. You know, let's not make it into some kind of oh. strange nationalist competition. I mean, can't just people... And actually... Why not? Why not have? I mean, Jason Holder can't win it anymore because it, bizarrely he's not a T20 captain. But they could win, or, or Sri Lanka could come from that. I mean, it'd be lovely, wouldn't it? If um, right. Sri Lanka could, yeah. could be lucky if they turned up on the right bus. They are that bad. <laughs> There's a bit of oh, Oman, Oman, it'd be great for Oman. I think it's just what Oman needs. I think we should all be all, all together, sort of more about isn't it lovely? Isn't everything lovely? Rather than wouldn't it be? Superb if Owen Morgan stuck it to Virat Kohli so he was crying into his bang lassie every morning. That's no way to live. That's not how human beings get together in mutual camaraderie and perfect communal loveliness. People, people, people. Whoever wins, it'll be lovely on Friday. It'll be, it'll be whoever wins will have a nice time. And won't that be great? And can the losers just be sort of okay with it? Now, I don't believe a word of class, any of that. Classic, classic BBC <laughs> woke leftist. Yeah, I'm, I'm, auditioning, right? I'm auditioning for a different kind of job in the BBC. <laughs> right, fellas, should we wrap up there? Ross, what are the final messages for our listeners, our viewers, the people? If you're watching this, subscribe to us right now. Subscribe to this channel. Uh, like this video. Follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want some really fun data stuff, then uh, contribute to our Patreon and you get that. Uh, Dan, where can they find you? I mean, they only realise now you're on TMS, so it's not pretty. You're not doing yeah. your brand. Your brand needs a bit of work. <laughs> I know. It's, 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 it's slightly problematic. Well, I say, you say that. Uh, I mean, I think the BBC needs to find itself better. It's not up to me, is it? For Christ's sake, to get Test Man special out there. I mean, programs been on air for 64 fucking years. You think so? This cunt would have heard of it by now. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're, we're at Norcross Cricket for uh, an undisclosed location in Tooting Beck. I mean, happily walk up and down all the streets in Tooting Beck trying to find me, but I'm mostly hidden behind <laughs> shutters. Oh, shit, I've given something away. Anyway, uh, that's where you can find me or not. Lovely. Max, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.